and welcome back to the Yes Longevity Podcast, where we give you insight on how to get fit, feel younger, and live better. Uh, thanks for coming on board today on this cold Tuesday in Burlington, Connecticut. Might get a little ugly out there tonight, but it is turning cold and we can feel it. Got my jacket on up front here today. I'm right near the front door, and I'm going to get freezing when someone walks through this door. So we got a little bit of housekeeping today. We are about halfway through our metabolism makeover, and um, everyone continues to go in the right direction of losing fat and gaining muscle. Some have slowed down a little bit, but each person has been able to make some change. And we've also got um, our Thanksgiving schedule up we are closed Thanksgiving Day and the day after yes we are slackers we take off Thanksgiving and Black Friday not because we need to go shopping but we have just found over the years that our clients like to spend time with their families they do a lot of traveling we are open Saturday for all our normally scheduled sessions so we'll be open that Saturday um, I can let you in on a little bit of secret um, we will be running, it's not a secret actually, we're going to be running our Burn the Bird workout on, I believe, yeah. it starts at 7.30, 7.30 on Thanksgiving morning. It is a partner workout. Um, Non-members are welcome to come join us. We just need to know ahead of time. That would be, uh, whatever that Monday's date is, the 20, on the 25th, we need to call, close off the class on the 25th. I need time to plan for that specific event. It's a lot of fun. We burn some calories, get the metabolism revved up for all those goodies we're going to eat later in the day. And that is our topic of discussion today. Uh, two weeks ago, we talked about calorie counting and calorie in, and today we're going to talk about calories going back out. So just to review quickly, why it is a mistake to think that you can count the amount of calories you put into your body, that mistake can be up to a 25% mistake, 25% off the amount of calories you think you put in your body. Reason number one, uh, calorie counts themselves are imprecise. The way they determine how many calories an item is, is very imprecise. Reason number two, we don't all absorb calories the same way. I'm going to absorb calories different than you're going to absorb calories and different than the next person. So the amount of calories you absorb are different. Uh, how you prepare your foods will change the caloric load or how many calories that, that is in that item. So how we prepare those foods. Um, each individual um, we don't absorb, not only do we absorb differently, uniquely, invariably, but we don't absorb all the calories that we consume. So we might consume 300 calories, we aren't going to absorb all 300 calories. And finally, people who just really aren't great at eyeballing portion sizes. So you may go through all the trouble of weighing your foods and all that, but there's four of the reasons why those calories that you think are in that weighed food is not true. So we like to do some calorie counting so that we um, get an idea of what something might be worth, but to just rely on that as the main way 
to figure out how many calories are coming in your body is a completely imperfect science. So if you want to know, learn more about that or hear more about that, we did that um, two weeks ago, I believe. Two weeks ago, we did that podcast. You can just go on our podcast page and check it out. Um, if you can't find it, let us know and we'll get that, that broadcast to you. So today, we're going to talk about not calories in, but calories going out. So most people, when they do this type of idea that they're going to manage their, their weight or try to lose some weight by counting calories, and they start to think about the amount of calories that they're burning, uh, that also is a very inexact science. And we're going to use the same information, the same um, premises that we used from the calories in, which is based upon... Uh, precision nutrition. We follow the nutrition guidelines, and uh, we're going to take it right off of some of the information that they put out there. And it's all good information. Precision Nutrition is one of the top nutrition organizations in the world. So what they say, you kind of have a good idea. It's correct. So the first thing, we have four things why calories out is imperfect science. Is the calories burned. The, the estimated calories that are burned is also imprecise, okay? So the, the calorie figures and the expenditure you might see in a magazine or online or fit, online calculators or fitness tractors, they're based on laboratory averages with large margins of error, large margins of error. So the first way that calories are determined, the amount of calories that you burn when you're doing some type of activity is would be through... Um, direct calorimetry, okay? And that has a margin of error of 3.3%. So how will we do that? Well, scientists use a hermetically sealed environment, a chamber, to measure the energy or the uh, calories burned. It is the most expensive method and is extremely unused. We don't use that method at all. It's rarely used because it is so expensive to do. And we got to put you in a big chamber and get you on a machine to see how many calories you're going to burn through different activities. So that isn't something that's very um, reliable. It's 3.3% raw at times. And it's also it's just not very practical to do. So the second um, imprecise method is what they call double labeled water method. Doubly labeled water method, okay? And that has a margin of error of 10.2%. So if it says 300 calories, it could be 270, it could be 330 as a simple example. So what happens is people drink water containing uh, medical isotopes, which then the scientists will measure your bodily fluids over time to estimate the average daily metabolic rate. Again, it's not very accurate at all. Plus, who's got scientists following around all day long? So that, again, is not a very accurate way and a not very practical way. And finally, would be indirect calometry. And that has a margin of error of um, up to 45% wrong. So you may have seen pictures where people are up on a treadmill with a mask on their face. What they're doing is they're measuring a gas exchange. And they use that exchange to estimate the energy.